welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. At the tone, the time will be now. <laughs> Boop. The existential operator. <laughs> It's like the it's like the 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 audio equivalent of you are here. And I'm <laughs> yeah. You are here. Right. At the tone, the time will be the present. Beep. Speaking of present, finally mm. going into the past, we're we're thankful that you're present here for another episode of the Brian Trust. Mm-hmm. Ready to pass more time. Indeed, indeed. Um, Ready to embark on another hour of wasted time. Here yeah. we go. We 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 took last week off because I was doing a show. Uh, How'd that elsewhere. go? By the way, um, how that go? It went surprisingly well. I should nice. say surprisingly. We're good at our job, of course. Uh, was, no well, no, but I, I just mean that I was surprised. The we had a full house. Oh, that was a surprise. We actually, had people waiting in line, like a few people. Not a not a huge line, but a few people who who were waiting turns to get in because they there weren't really? enough seats. Standing room only. Whoa. Uh, I I think that either. Well, I'm not going to say that in public. That's probably not a nice thing to say. Uh, so, okay. No, they're starved for cultural enrichment. I don't know. It's like mm-hmm. not that hard. Yeah. Okay. Over in Gwinnett County, but nobody outside of Atlanta is going to. There's that. There's that to look, look how you look at. It. Or maybe uh, they just uh, knew it was going to be a good show. Yeah. No, I think that was great. Uh, there weren't a lot. Well of worth the money. There were not a lot of kids in the audience. Ah. which was awkward for us because most of our scripts are geared towards kids. I see. Uh, but they still enjoyed the show. Like we got a lot of compliments afterwards and we, you know, we were able to go, okay, we can, there were, there were some children's that we couldn't really, you know, ratchet up like we might with, mm. a, with a fully adult audience. Mm. Um, but it was, yeah. And it was a public library. So we, you know, kept it family friendly. Um, mm. And there were a few glitches, as is always the case with the first performance, you know. Uh, so, sure. but no, it went, sure. it went remarkably well, and that was great for us. Uh, we um, took last week off this last week from rehearsal because of the um, <clears throat> because of the polar vortex that ended up not really having any impact here at all. Oh boy! Um, I'll talk about that in a minute. But then right. uh, we're gearing up. We're having another performance in a, in like three weeks. Hmm. Uh, on the 20, well, I guess it would be the 23rd, wouldn't it? Um, 23rd of February. February. Uh, so if anybody, any of our listeners are in the Atlanta area, uh, if you just go to like ARTC.org, you can find that information. It's up in, uh, up near Lawrenceville. It's kind of like the Northeast end, like a Northeastern suburb of Atlanta outside the I see. perimeter mm-hmm. and stuff, but it's another public library. We're doing a series of public library events. That's great. But do you have to do your show really? Really quietly, like, hey, do you have to whisper your show because it's in a library? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's it's an actual like lecture. We're not in the library. It's, we're in the in like yeah, no, I get presentation it. Yeah, I get it. space. Every so, five minutes, the librarian is going. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> you invited us. <laughs> oh God! What what venue is it? We do book this. You, you asked us to come in. Plus, we have to plus we have to ring the room, which involves generating feedback. So you, yeah. It's like, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. We made we made some jokes about that internally while we were setting up, but um, that's all I'm saying. I'm just going with yeah. it. Um, but yeah, no, that was good, and um, still on the movie challenge. Uh, I got yeah, the first are. month uh, the other day here, and wow, yeah, thirty-one movies. 
Yeah, so far. Well, no, more than that because there were a couple. Yeah, you did. You did a double feature. Uh-huh. I did one this so, last week too. So that you was, did Pee Wee, Pee Wee, Pee Wee. Yes, yes. Um, it was interesting. I will say, um, this is a spoiler alert for my blog update tomorrow. What I did was I started doing um, like weekly updates on my personal blog as well, outside of Facebook. Look at you. Kind of recapping all the movies I saw that week, and then just saying like which one was my favorite for that week and that kind of thing. And those come out on Sunday nights. Nice. When I publish that, so ah, look at this Rolling Stone gathering no moss here. <laughs> Trying, we'll see. It's I, I suppose it would be better if this was all federate. Well, I thought about doing the daily stuff on my actual blog itself, but then I realized I'm like, well, I've already done a month worth of entries on Facebook. I think I want to keep that going because that's kind of where I said I would do it. Sure. Uh, so I'm going to keep that there. But then I decided, well, I'll, I'll do like a weekly update thing on my blog because then I can do a longer post about just my week in general and talk about mm-hmm. stuff outside the movies also mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of thing. So, and, you know, cross-posting to Twitter and things like that and stuff. So right. I know you nice. are not a fan of the action genre, uh, specifically the violent action, like John Wick. John Wick and uh, I'm okay with uh I'm okay with action. Uh, violence and horror. Is, uh, yeah, you know. this is, well, um, this week. Comedy's my um, thing. Earlier this week, I saw the movie Polar. Uh, I watched that on Monday. It's a brand new uh, Netflix. It's a, it's a new on net, like original Netflix original. Hmm. Um, and that's, it's basically, if you remember um, the film, The Professional hmm. from the nineties, yeah. uh, Luc Besson, um, that was kind of his big breakout movie here in the States, at least. Hmm. Uh, from 94 so that that's having its 25th anniversary this year oh God. wow wow what i'll come back to that in a minute too um but if that and like john wick had a baby it would be this movie polar because it really mm. it's interesting it's basically this guy who this assassin who like retires mm. um but he and he has like a like a pension with this company mm. that he was working for Sure. But the company has taken to killing these old opera because they were forced to retire at age 50. Hmm. Um, That'd be nice. But the, what's, what's been happening is he finds out the company's been killing off these operatives after they retire. So they can't collect on the money. Hmm. So they're taking contracts out of their own employees. And so, oh. but he's like the best they've ever had. So naturally, of course they come after him and it, it's not terribly successful, but it's, sure. I like the concept. Like it was really well done. Um, it's, uh, Mods Mickelson for, for those who know him from TV's Hannibal. Uh, he was Hannibal Lecter on the TV series. Um, he was the, the villain in Casino Royale mm. with the bleeding eye. Um, mm. terrific actor, like just a phenomenal actor. I love his work. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is right up his alley. And I like that kind of, I, at first I was, when I read the premise and I started watching, I was like, did, did he take this? Cause Liam Neeson turned it down or was busy and couldn't do the grouchy old man kills everybody kind of he's already booked up in that which he has a movie coming out that's like that, another entry in that too but my goodness um that's like every movie Liam Neeson does now so that's right i will find you yeah basically ever, you. ever since taken like every movie he does is some very right. old guy kills everybody <laughs> i will find you uh, i will kill you that was to me. That was my personal favorite for sure. Mm-hmm. Like out of the, even out of the last two weeks, like everything I've seen, that was definitely my personal favorite. There were some moments I genuinely laughed, and there's a twist at the end that caught me by surprise. Oh wow! 
which which is rare that a twist like something like that catches me by surprise. Oh yeah. And when I saw it and went, man, I should have seen it. I should have seen that coming. Nope. Nope. Based on nope. It. Nope. That's that. That's the power of the twist, man. It was. It's rare. Well, no, but it's rare. Like for me, it's super rare that because right. I I've I've seen I've seen enough movies and I know how stories are told well enough to go. I can see this stuff. I can usually see this stuff coming from a yeah. mile away. Yeah. Like I said, when I was younger, I used to watch Murder, She Wrote, and mm. I had about an 80% success rate in figuring out who the killer was before the first act was over, mm. like 15 minutes in, like before anybody died, like he mm-hmm. did. I don't mm-hmm. know how or why, but he did it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just law and order. That was a casting choice in law and order. Like you get a name actor in, like they're the killer. Right. You know, the it's ones that, that have the, the highest speaking parts, the most speaking parts. You, you yeah, usually, well, usually it's like if you get a big name in there to guest star, you're usually yeah. the killer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, he did it. Yeah, my wife is like that too. She'll spoil movies like halfway through. She'll be like, oh, like the sixth sense. You know, spoiler alert. Yeah. Here comes I usually, it. Like I usually the sixth sense. Wait, wait, wait. Like the sixth sense. Like halfway through, she goes, oh, Bruce Willis is dead. And I went, wait, what? Yeah. Like I didn't see it coming. She, of course, she's like, see, nailed it. Told you. I usually, I usually won't do that. For people, no, especially if I figured it out partway through, I, I because for me the interesting thing is how they get there, mm-hmm. like how they do that reveal. And it's like, and then I'm then I get a tremendous satisfaction in knowing I was right. They do why, the old. Like I said when I'm surprised that like I'm I'm surprised when I'm when I'm caught off guard. It was not anything I'd even thought about because I got so wrapped up in the story. Yeah, I uh, like that though. But that and that's the thing. Like I, that to me is a mark of a really good movie. If it can catch yeah. me by surprise with something, I love that. Yeah. So Good yeah, stuff. um yeah, so I did a Pee Wee Herman double feature cuz you sure did. I did. Well, that's the thing. Like, I saw I meant to watch just uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday, which is on Netflix right now. Right. But then I realized I'd never actually watched Big Top Pee Wee. Mm. Pee Wee's Big Adventure I've seen like a million times and I love it and I love it. it's one of my favorite movies as well just cuz it's so absurd. I know uh, you are, but what am I? But Pee-wee's Big Holiday is, is in a similar vein to Pee-wee's yeah. Big Adventure, just in terms of the absurdity and stuff. Big Top oh, yeah. Pee-wee, it's not as good. Mm. But they did that. But I realized that Big Top Pee-wee, 19, it's 30 years old. Oh, the movies, I know. And I started on, thinking come about come that. On, come on, come on. Some come people on, have been posting on, some people have been posting on Facebook um, this image. It's just a picture and it says, in one year, 1990 will have been 30 years ago. Like for me, thirty years ago is nineteen, you know, sixty. I'm like, no, God, oh. I know, right? <clears throat> We're getting um, older. Oh man, it's just I, I terrified of that idea. It's just like, man, I feel so out of touch. Dude, I will be fifty next year. Oy. Big five zero. And just to be clear, if anybody's listening to this, you know, in the future, uh, this is the year of our Lord 2019 here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in 2020, um, I'll be 50. Yeah. In 2020. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I start, I start thinking, it still blows my mind sometimes just because it seems like the years go so fast. And yet some days the days go so slow sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's and right. It's like, that what? happens. Well, like and the same time somebody posted, um, somebody posted another one. It was just like, man, this, this month has been the longest year I've ever had, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which yep. feels true for some people in this current political era of disaster and <laughs> looming, looming crisis after crisis. And, oh my God. And, 
not the least of which is the weather. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man is right. It was was polar vortex week here in the the United States. Um, There was a lot of purple in the middle of the United States. The worst color purple for the polar vortex that they had. They had, yeah, there was like steam coming off the rivers in Chicago. Like they showed it like the Chicago, like all frozen over. Totally frozen. And um, stuff like that. And here they were actually calling for snow. Mm-hmm. here in atlanta on tuesday yeah and and it's such like the city preemptively shut the government down it's like a lot of businesses closed they didn't um the the city government shut down they they were out there proactively like brining the streets because of yeah. ice yeah, yeah right. well because it was raining the day before too yeah right because you don't want that turning into ice exactly it was raining the night yep. before and they were worried it was going to turn into snow and ice and uh, yeah but it turned out to be a non-event like it tried to be absolutely like i went to work that day because i was even told like you know when you wake up in the morning check your text messages keep an eye out in case we tell you not to work because i've got like a 15 mile commute up the freeway and i i as i was driving home the night before it was like it was it had rained on monday and it was like okay so it's not too bad and um i was keeping an eye out and then i was waiting for it to snow because I haven't actually seen snowfall in a number of years at this point. Oh, yeah. um, Cause living in Phoenix and LA and I just don't really see it anymore. <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. So I was waiting for it and waiting for it. And the window for it, the snow got smaller and smaller and smaller. I'm like, Oh, okay. So it rained quite a bit, mm-hmm. but it never turned to snow. Mm-hmm. And then that went away. It stopped raining by the time I left work, but the wind had blown in and that's when the temperatures plummeted. It's been it's been near below freezing a couple. It was near low mm. below freezing for a couple of days. Um, yeah, which was interesting for sure. Mm. But it never. I didn't. I didn't encounter any ice at all. And Mm-mm. it's been frosty here too in Northern California. Right. Right. Get up in the morning and I look outside and there's frost on everybody's uh, cars and roofs. You know. Yeah. Well, and it's going to be warm. Which is good. It's warming up this weekend, uh, which is good because the Super Bowl is tomorrow here. Yep. Uh, I will be I will be locking down my apartment like it's the purge. Mm. Uh, like Go I sports. Do, like I do at Halloween and New Year's Eve. It's like <laughs> Sure. Nope. But make sure that you have a lot of guacamole and dips before you I'm not watching I mean, the game. I'm not watching the game. No, I'm avoiding watch everybody. The commercials. No. Well, I, well, I don't have broadcast I don't really get any over oh, the that's so right. I, that's right. I don't care. I can, okay. most of the commercials get posted on YouTube within a couple of days anyway. So that's I, true too. And they're hilarious. I've stopped, I've stopped stressing about that stuff. I just like, meh, you know, um, meh. I, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Probably I'll see if I can find a series to rewatch on binge mode or something. You know, there you go. One of the things I found that's interesting for me. Yes. Watching these movies this, this past month, especially, um, besides, yes, yes feeling much older because I think only there are only two of them that were made before I was born. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, was, uh, was thinking about like the fact that I stopped watching TV. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I have a bunch of weekly shows that I've watched and most of them broke it. And that's the thing. They stopped for the holidays and waited through January and they're waiting for the Super Bowl to be over so they can get back into the broadcast schedule and stuff. And yeah. Yeah but like all the CW stuff and all these things that I watch religiously. And I just, I just mm. stopped watching. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, 
Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I like the CBS shows and I, like some of the stuff I watch here and there, but I'm actually thinking of dropping my Hulu subscription for that. Cause that's mainly where I was watching these t- most of these shows. Right. Yep. Um, a to save money and B and that's why, like, I don't miss it. I almost, I didn't watch the Orville. I almost turned on and went, you know what? I don't actually feel like watching it. Like it's not a bad yeah. show. It's actually a good show, but I just, Mm. I I saw the first season. And I was not looking forward to the second season, so I actually it's took gotten, it off my Hulu subscription. It has gotten a lot better, but I know. I but it's not for I me. Understand. I just like I understand. Well, well, I, understand. Well. I think that I think what it is for me, it, it just in general, I just feel like no, I'm good, you know. And because yeah. I have to devote like a two hour block every day to watching something specifically, yeah, writing about it, it's kind of like it's devoting a good chunk of my day to that. Mm-hmm. specifically so otherwise i just kind of kind of hands off like i and that night started rewatching parks and rec again because <laughs> and some other stuff like the newsroom um from hbo the other aaron sorkin series that won more than one year mm. uh besides the west wing uh that one's that's pretty good too um i just finished i was watching some of that this week in some of my spare time plus i've got critical role that i watched and that's a four-hour chunk of time right there and some other stuff but this thing most of my watching now is youtube stuff hmm. uh, i found that my 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 palette has kind of shifted a little bit to these other platforms and things so right that um i still gotta watch um there's still a few movies on hulu specifically that aren't available anywhere else that i'm gonna watch as part of my thing but i think i might hmm. i might drop hulu okay. before everything i'm watching is available either on Amazon or Netflix um, or Hoopla through my library, through my uh, Hoopla Canopy with a K is the other one for if you, Mm. for those of you that have a membership to your public library, check out their digital services and see what they have available for streaming movies. Uh, Most of them will have one or the other of those. Um, Yeah. And I, I don't know, I'm not sure Overdrive actually offers movies or not, but they might. Overdrive is is one of the big one of the big companies that does partners with libraries to offer ebooks and and audio mm-hmm. like CDs and mm-hmm, audiobooks mm-hmm. and things like that um, that you can rent digitally essentially. Um, but uh, Hoopla is another one that does they do they do ebooks and audio and comics oh. and comic books you can actually rent through your public library for that so graphic novels and things which is great for me. Nice. Uh, Cause then I can read stuff that I'm curious about without having the commitment of actually paying money for the, for the comic books or a Marvel unlimited subscription or, you know, comiXology, which can get expensive. Um, and that kind of thing. And they have movies though too, which is great. So I can, I can, I can watch some of this stuff on here. So I've been finding like the stuff that I had on my Hulu watch list. that's available on other services. I'm moving those over so I can do those, but like professor Marston and the wonder woman is still a, uh, still available on Hulu. I haven't watched it yet, but I probably will this month. Maybe I'll save that for Valentine's Day. That seemed weird and sadistic. But <laughs> it's a romance, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I don't know. I, I'm still considering some theme, some themes like theme months and stuff. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if I want to pull the hallmark thing like february is romance month i watch all rom romantic comedies for the entire february i'm like no mm. i can't do that maybe the week of valentine's day i might do something mm. like that just find a bunch of romantic comedies in my queues and just watch all of those yeah that could be interesting yeah could be yeah, yeah. um let's see what else 
No, that's pretty much it. I, Is that it? Is that I don't, all? Well, in terms of the stuff that's going on with me, yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. How about oh, you? What, uh, what's new in your world? Uh, well, I joined a book club. Oh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, one of my goals this year was to read a little bit more. Right on. So I did. Uh, a, fr- a dear friend of mine is uh, has started a book club. And our first book is, uh, it's a book called It's Your Universe. And, uh, and she's going to pick like Disney. She's a very, she's a very Disney centric blogger. And, um, uh, the, the books that she's going to choose are like Disney themed, but they're also very inspirational. Uh, so, actually Eckstein, the huh? author, actually Eckstein, the book you're talking about right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just, I was Googling it so I could put it, put it in. It was, uh, uh, no, the, yeah, Ashley Eckstein. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. That's it. She, uh, she was the, um, so voice actor specifically, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good life lessons in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so, she uh, voice. She was. She voiced the first female Jedi. Ah, uh, uh, Ahsoka well, Tano. Well, the first main character. Yeah. Right. Jedi. That's Ahsoka yeah, that's right. Tano. Yeah, in Clone Wars. Yeah. Right. And, right, and right. later in Star Wars Rebels as well. I believe yeah. she came back and did that. Yeah. Later yeah. on, but then, well, yeah, and she she did uh, her universe, which is the apparel company. Yeah. For for fangirls, which is great. I think that's. Yeah. I think they make yeah. some great products. I wish they were available for guys, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no judgments. Mm. So, uh, anyway, so we're doing that and we're reading this book for this month and, uh, it should be fun. Cool. No, that's great. Yeah. That is that's yeah. great. Yep. Uh, I've also been taking care of myself health wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have been eating way better. Uh, sleeping much more. Yeah, and uh, I've been working with my doctor, which has been great. Uh, and we, uh, I changed up my multivitamins too. That was interesting. I actually stopped taking my multivitamins because they there were some things in there that just had way too much percentage wise of some things. And uh, could have been uh, interfering with normally bodily, normal bodily functions, you know. Oh, okay. And uh, so we took a look at that and we were like, okay, there's no reason why this particular vitamin should have 1,433% of the federal, you know, the FDA recommendation. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so we, so we dropped that. Um, I kept my vitamin D, but we bumped that up. You know, and and let me just say, yearly checkups with your doctor pretty important, especially as you start getting up in age, because things internally kind of shift a little bit. Hormones drop, uh, vitamin levels drop. I mean, there's all kinds of things uh, that you can catch early on, so you don't get certain symptoms and phenomenon happening, right? Yeah. So, okay, uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that sort of thing. That's so when you start getting up into your late forties, early fifties, you know it's pretty important to, you know, to stay in. It's good to do it. Now. Yeah, contact I, with your doctor. You know, annually. 
I did not do an annual checkup last year. I usually try to do it around my birthday just because mm-hmm. that's when I remember to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I just moved, um, I also no longer had health insurance. Like that. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm, but I'm doing, I'm like, physically I'm all right right now. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But now I have health insurance again. Yay. Good. Thanks, Obamacare. Um, Ding. Uh, so I will probably schedule that at some point uh, to go in and mm-hmm. have a look-see because uh, I'm due for certain certain checks again. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, exercising, eating right. Ooh, the Texas handshake. Mm. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. That's not fun. That is not fun. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, very awkward, I mean, to say. I it's awkward, uh, but it's quick. They don't linger well, back there. Uh, it depends. Oh, it depends. I The first time I had it done, well, because I hit 40, and they're like, we should probably check this. You know, it only needs to be checked like every other year. Yeah, right. For now, when, you, when you're in your 40s, at least, and stuff. But the yeah. first time I did it, I was at a teaching facility. Oh, I see. So, oh. <laughs> so everybody got a shot. Come yeah. on in here. I was just they're like, are a you line okay of students. I, well, the funny part was I was talking to the doctor about it. And he was like, well, are you okay with having students in here? Well, I'm like, look, I'm an actor. I have no dignity whatsoever. That's right. <laughs> just, um, so yeah, Jesus I was just going to be like, in the wind for everybody. You know yeah. that, right? Well, it wasn't, but that's the thing. Like it wasn't, I felt bad because I was like, did I go to, did I clean up enough back there after I went to the bathroom? Oh yeah. But I always feel super weird about that. Yeah. Um, Should I have bleached? But it wasn't, the funny thing was it wasn't uncomfortable. (laughs) It was just weird. It was a weird sensation. (laughs) Of course. But I had had, but then, uh, then I had had, I have had occasional bouts of constipation, blockages. Well, sure. Things. Sometimes I got to check those or for, you know, if That's you right. train too hard, sometimes you might rip some things. You're going to be careful. Right. right. Um, take care of your body, folks. That's it. That's, That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, I'm, I'm picturing these. Side, they, there, there are some things they just can't replace. All right. All right. Oh. I, you know, I, I, uh, I, so I'm picturing all these like students and all I'm hearing is a slide <laughs> whistle. It's a- <laughs> I, I, kind of in my head, I was just like, Moon River. Yeah. <laughs> Using the whole hand there, Doc. <laughs> Good old Fletch. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that was. Well, well, so when I was picking a new doctor, I picked somebody because I knew up in my, you know, I, I picked somebody with small fingers, small hands. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let's see. But, uh, oh, yeah, you got small fingers. That's good. But I was going to say, because I skipped last year, this year is probably, this would actually be, I think, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, do it. You I've know lost what? track. Do it. Yeah, I've do lost it. track. Uh, there were so many things that came out of my doctor visit, which was very interesting. So I have a CPAP machine because right. I have sleep apnea. I've had it for forever. And um, I did not know this, but I'm I because I have a CPAP machine, I've been diagnosed with sleep apnea. I'm supposed to see a pulmonologist every year. Makes sense. I didn't know. I did not know that. Yeah, so they can. I did not know that. So they can adjust the machine as need be. Correct. However, however, I have also. I've so I've had. I've been sleeping with a CPAP machine for 12 years. And wow. here's something else I didn't know. Every five years, you're supposed to get them replaced. 
Makes sense. So I should I should have had two upgrades by now. <laughs> I have not. I have had the original CPAP machine from twelve years ago. You have like I brought the, it in. You have like the Univac of CPAP machines. <laughs> That's right. It's like taking up one whole side of the bedroom. <laughs> That's right. It's like how computers used to take up a whole room. This That's big right. Rube Goldberg contraption. To pump air <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> With the diaphragms that are going up and down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to need a van to get this in here. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, it was delivered by some moving company. I don't. How am I supposed to get this to your office? <laughs> anyway, so uh, so they said uh, they said, well, that's a really old model. It's a good model, and they checked the card, and the, and they said, well, I think we still have a reader for that card somewhere. <laughs> Right, and they found it in a drawer. Right, so they popped the thing in, and they said, "Well, good news is all the numbers look really good, so the machine's still doing its thing. You know, it's still collecting good data. It doesn't look like you're having a problem sleeping with it. You know, but um, here's the thing: this is a fixed. This is fixed pressure. This is fixed pressure. The machine that we're going to give you is very auto adjust. Yeah, yeah, it auto adjusts, which is fantastic. So. As you're sleeping with until, it, it's until measuring the, until the robot revolution comes. <laughs> it just right, like, it kill you, and then it inflates me like a balloon. <laughs> Goes into reverse. That's right. Is that your uvula? <laughs> anyway, so um, your skin is so great. I wish I had your skin. Give me your skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So anyway, you just so, turn it off before you go to bed at night. That's right. So all of this, okay. So all the point is, all this came out of a single doctor's visit where it was just minor course corrections. You know, where it was like, you're supposed to be seeing a pulmonologist. How come you haven't been seeing a pulmonologist? I don't know. Let's make an appointment. So I made one. Went to go see a pulmonologist. Great. I had a great talk with this guy. You know, um, we realized that my vitamins were a little bit off. Great. Uh, uh, we adjusted some medication. Great. Uh, adjusted my diet. Great. Everything's been really good. Like I have been waking up actually feeling like my mood is actually higher, which is great. Um, and then what I realized was my sedentary lifestyle sitting from the TV for eight hours on a Saturday probably wasn't helping me. So yeah, no. <laughs> I um so in in the vein of like making changes, you know, like 2019, I'm taking it as a rebuilding year. Like this is really, this is the year where I want to like figure out everything that's wrong with my life and just patch it up or change it, right? Do yeah. something, you know, cause it's very important. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, and this is going to sound so profound, but it's so simple in order to make a change, you got to make a change, right? Like that's it. Yeah, it's that simple. So I said to myself, you know what, maybe I'm not going to watch so much TV this year. And um, when I wasn't feeling well, I mean, that's about all I wanted to do. But now, you know, I'm I'm in a routine where I'm getting up every morning and this is going to sound silly, but I'm getting up every morning and I'm and I'm taking a shower. Right. Like I'm doing that. I'm forcefully making myself go to work instead of working from home. Right. Because yeah. I can do that. So I'm like getting out. I'm going to see people. I'm actually bringing my lunch to work. So I'm not eating a lot of fast food during lunchtime. And I'm certainly not going to, you know, the coffee place to get a snack and a drink with everybody else at three o'clock when they have their lulls in the day. You know, so I'm, so I'm making these changes. And one of the things that I decided to do was, you know, maybe I should not watch so much TV. So my friend announced that she was starting a book club and I jumped right on it. I was like, yep, I'm doing it. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to read a book. 
That's great. With everybody else, and we're going to discuss it, and it's going to be great. great. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. That's great. No, I I keep promising myself I'm going to read more, and I like I have my Kindle um, always at my bedside and and stuff, and I have a couple of books there as well, a couple of physical books if I feel like reading those, and I just never get around to starting. I think I find I find I have more distractions and stuff. Um, which actually leads to something interesting I found the other day. This is kind of, I'm going to throw the link in the show notes for you. Um, go ahead and click on this for now. You won't be able to do anything with it until after the show specifically. <laughs> but if you open this link in your browser, it's really cool. Um, okay. It's kind of, it's, yeah, oh, it's, it's offline only. You literally have to be not connected to the internet to review the content of this particular page. Is that right? I even tried viewing the source. It gave me nothing. So oh, wow, that's pretty. Um, but when I I, I I saw I discovered this at work, and um, my computer uses wireless through a through a dongle huh. uh, thing. So what I did was I unplugged it, and immediately the text of the page came up, and it was this essay on remembering to take time to disconnect. Uh, and think and like do nothing and like not be staring at the screen all the time like go do other right stuff. right and as soon as i plugged it back in it went away wow. but like it knows when you're dead when you're connected to the internet or not it it's really cool so if, you, do now, that. so if you get a chance to like turn off your wireless not now obviously because we're recording but after the show yeah once we're done with the call save that and do it it's really it's really terrific i was like oh that's yeah. so cool i want to know how he did that here let me disconnect real quick and look at this no. <laughs> we are experiencing technical difficulties. We lost Brian, so I'm going to have to finish up the show by myself. Um, so back. You're right. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was written by this guy named Chris Bolin, um, who does design and, and programming, I guess, and other things. I'm not sure what his whole... Yeah, he's he's a software engineer primarily, so of course he knows. That's pretty sweet, man. That you, that's, things. that's pretty um, cool. Yeah, no, I was like, that's amazing, and I, right. I really want to know how he did that. Right. If uh, if you can he, read this page, there's a problem with your internet. He actually does <laughs> a. He's the editor of a digital magazine called The Disconnect, which is offline only. Wow. So the issue it's it's still relatively new. It just came out, I guess, um, this last year. And it's basically each issue forces you to disconnect from the internet so you can actually read it. Plus, wow. you're not dealing with ads, you know, like a ton of ads and things like that. Um, I have not actually, I'm going to save that because I have not actually looked at the disconnect yet. But that's mm. one of those things I want to look at. A lot of his stuff is like that. It varies projects with the uh, using using your browser in a lot of different interesting ways. And he's got a video game as well called sky coins, apparently, which hmm. I'm not sure how that works. Um, it's, how did you find this? How did you find this? This was, uh, I found it in, it was on pinboard. Oh. Nobody had saved it on pinboard. Oh, and yeah. it was, um, it was one of those things. I was like, that's fascinating. He has a little game called sky coins, which is apparently like really freaking hard. Okay. Which it is. It this is really hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. It's it's you're like flying a helicopter, but it's so easy to crash. Oh yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Is it like uh, Flappy Bird? Remember that? Remember that app, Flappy I, Bird? I, I yeah, I I never played it. Um, I didn't either. 
but I saw people who were playing it kind of, yeah, it, yeah, like, but it's, you, it's not, it's a little different than that because you you can kind of control up, left, and right, but it's uh, the the game physics are a little, a little, a little wonky, a little demented. Um, oh, I see, yeah, like drunk flying a helicopter. Kind of, yeah. You you can flip mm. over and die really quickly. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. Well, this guy, yeah, I mean, he's got a master's from MIT, so you know. Mm, okay. Um. So he, he kinda, I think he knows kind of what he's doing. Mm, yeah, I would think so. Some of that offline stuff. I, again, I'm just like, that's amazing. I don't know how he does that. I really want to. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, no, that's really cool. Well, Marty so, Pants says, "Yay, smart people." Yeah, no, some some mm-hmm. smart people are great to have. So mm-hmm. I would say people so. People who think they're smart and aren't really, and that just causes yeah. problems. Here's another change that I made uh, that I just, I didn't discover this, but it was brought to my attention. I got new glasses because I've had my glasses for 10 years. My prescription hasn't changed in 10 years. All of a sudden, okay. it's like, it's a little different, slightly different. I was encouraged to get new glasses, okay. And um, the coatings, you know, you can put coatings on your lenses. Mm-hmm. UV stuff, anti-glare, that kind of thing. Well, they have a new one now, a uh, blue blocker. And yeah. it's yeah. it's primarily for computer uh, people yeah. that sit in front of a computer terminal all day. I have to say, since I've been wearing these glasses, my eyes have not been nearly as tired at the end of the day. Interesting. Yeah. It's fascinating. I mean, for a while, I was wearing contacts with gunner glasses. Mm-hmm. Gunner gunner glasses are primarily for gamers, so they right, can sit yeah. in front of a screen and just focus and yeah. and their eyes. And it's got a it's got a tiny tiny reading prescription on there, so that you it relaxes your eyes enough, and it's blocking the blue light, so that it's your like eyes yellow, don't get yeah, tired. Yeah, they're like yellow. You usually see them in like yellow lenses. Yeah, and they're pretty cool. And I was using those for a while, and then uh, you know, um, I don't know. Well, I, they, it of, was, and, and that's kind of part of what. Um, like uh like on the max what they were doing with night shift especially after yes exactly exactly um, i gotta say the the problem i have mainly i've been using night shift for a while and i'd stopped using flux um i might go back to flux because i like flux is a lot more granular mm. about it in terms of making that shift it's super gradual so you don't realize mm-hmm. it till like three hours in you're like Right. Wait, the colors oh. on, and then you turn it off and go, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and then it hurts, right? How exactly. stark it, well, because it was so, like, the shift is so subtle here. It's like yeah. nine oh. o'clock. I'm like, no, guys, no, oh. come on. Yeah, Power Apple, off. you're supposed to be full of finesse and not just like, no. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I think you just do that so they don't want to use these other things. It's like, well, it just, it just works. That's right. Like, yeah, the problem is it doesn't just work. And yeah, we want stuff. It works like abruptly. Yeah, you know, I you're, like you're it. enjoying, you know, whatever. It's you're better enjoying than your granular. Yeah, that's right. Whereas with night shift, you're enjoying your whatever you're reading, watching a movie, whatever, and then all of a sudden it's like night shift. Yeah, I really, well, I really notice it on my my iOS devices too. Like it's, oh yeah. Um, but there, I I programmed it so it doesn't go quite as severe on some of that stuff because oh, I'm yeah. just like ah. Uh, uh. Uh-huh. Right, uh, and mainly because, and especially because I'm watching movies on that most of the day, I'm just kind of like I don't want it to screw with the color of the films and things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, either. <laughs> Excuse me, but um, yeah, you know, um, yeah. so lots th- of changes. So good, good stuff, though. Good stuff. Yeah, I think if we're if if you're, it's always behooves us, especially these days. There, there was another article. I think somebody had talked about. 
Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, find that thing. I don't know. Pinboard. I think it was on pinboard. Was it? I'm trying to think. I think was it was it Corey Doctorow? I'm trying to remember who it was that had said something along the lines of uh, they were talking specifically about uh, smartphones and how we're going to end up kind of looking back. Oh yeah. Cal Newport, who's the author of deep work and is one of those guys who's uh, leading the charge in terms of like disconnecting. Yeah. Right. Thanks. And, and he is a computer scientist himself and he's got a new book right. called digital minimalism and mm-hmm. things like that, where he, and he talked about the article is from GQ mm. and he's talking about why he, th- and it literally says why we'll look back on our smart at our smartphones, like cigarettes. And so this idea of this backlash from tech coming through, and especially with all the problems associated with tech, like Facebook and the data mining and the, and the data mining. And, and did I mention the data mining? Yes. Um, and that kind of thing, this idea that our attention is getting pulled in so many directions oh, yeah. that we lose focus right. on, what kind of, on what's important. Well, what, and what kind of psychological issues are we having? Right, right exactly. Because like of that. And, and if you notice, the funny thing is, like, we are in the, in the early days when the World Wide Web was around and stuff, they always used to talk about internet addiction yeah. and all that stuff. And ever since Facebook came out, nobody really talks about it anymore. No. Because everybody's fucking hooked. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. That's right. Right. Um, so well, we're all sucked. Like, you know what it is? It's, big, big, uh, tube, I, big tube sucked us in, you know. Well, it's the same phenomenon as people that are addicted to gambling, specifically slot machines, right? Yeah where it's this random reward phenomenon that happens where we every once in a while we'll get a good one. Like we'll look at our phone, we'll scroll through Facebook and we're like, Oh, that's a good story. So we're constantly being rewarded by checking and it's random. It's the same phenomenon as sitting in a slot machine. You're spending money, 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 money. All of a sudden you win some and then you spend more and then you win some and it's the same thing. So, so they're, so it is sort of like an addiction, yeah. you know, and it's, in, it's so interesting because people don't realize that they're doing it, right? Like how many times have you been out with friends or something at a dinner party, let's say, and, so, and you're talking, talking, and all of a sudden somebody grabs their phone and they start scrolling and you're like, okay, what are you doing? You know, um, I'm, I try, I try, I, I don't, I actually don't have Facebook on my phone at all mm-hmm. for that very reason. Cause it was sucking the life out of me. And, um, uh, LinkedIn I have on there just because I like reading articles and, and LinkedIn is a different community, you know, um, more geared toward the workplace and being encouraging. I mean, that's kind of cool. Um, but I don't have anything else really on my phone that right. I am addicted to. So I, I mean, I think the worst thing is probably email. Um, but you know, um, you, you got to set boundaries with, yeah. with, with, especially with work email, you have to set boundaries, <laughs> you know, well, I was and, always very be responsible. I'd say most of my workplaces, I haven't had to worry about getting emails outside of work, thankfully, because I'm yeah, like, yeah, but working in it, we get emails all the time. Well, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like for you, I know that's an, like for me as an actor, but with my day jobs and stuff, yeah. Most of my places, A, I'm not going to be able to deal with the email outside of work anyway. Yeah. But B, they, like, it's it's almost like the way it's set up, it's like, as far as, like, I can't access it outside of work because I'm not mm-hmm. at that level where I need to. Mm-hmm. Like, right. my boss at, just, at my last job, she, you know, she had stuff where she could access work from home, 
But yeah. she was one of the rare exceptions at that level that really would need to. Like most of us don't need to access our stuff outside of work. Plus, you know, we're dealing with health information and right. things like that. And you shouldn't be letting anybody do that stuff outside of the office. <laughs> nope. No. Um, there are laws around that, I'm sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I, well, yeah, it's HIPAA regulations specifically that. Um, yeah. yeah. Us from but, I, but, I, but I'm thinking back to like when I was a kid, you know. We didn't ha- we didn't have cell phones. I think the worst addiction we had was maybe cartoons mm. or sugar, right? I mean, who knows? But uh, I don't remember my attention being sucked into something in my hand, right? Like I wasn't I wasn't lost in some thing unless we were playing video games at a friend's house. But that was like was even our parents back the then. Book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people would get lost yeah. in a book. I that was actually, I mean, like where I went to school, people were reading all the time, right? So, like when you had a break, you were sitting outside on a bench somewhere reading a book, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Or a comic book, or people would draw, or go outside and run around, or bike ride, you know, that sort of thing. But I'm just wondering, as a society, like, what is it doing to our evolution as human beings that we are now? you know, first of all, reliant so heavily on these things, but then sucked in and distracted. I mean, there's so many negative connotations with connected devices. I mean, not only is it like, you know, psychologically, what is it doing? But then security wise, like, look at all of the stress that it causes when somebody thinks that like, you know, somebody has accused them of watching something they shouldn't have and they caught them. And if you don't pay me, you know, $700 $700 in Bitcoin, I'm going to expose you, you know, sort of thing. I mean, people actually pay those fools, you know, but yeah. it's, I mean, it's just so like, it's, it's, it's gotten out of hand. It's gotten out of hand. Yeah. You know, no pun intended, but it really has. Well, it that's really what has. I think for me, some of that is like, I've been trying to, more proactively not be uh, like wandering the web and scrolling through Facebook at all hours when I'm not at work right. or something like that. Right. That's right. I'm very deliberate. I'm trying to, that and that's the thing I've been working more on like blocking out time to be like, I need to do this and I need to do this. And um, I'm not always successful at it. Uh, most of some days I'm not yeah. successful at it at all. Like I get home from work and like, all right, I'm going to eat lunch and then I'm going to do this. And then I eat lunch yeah. and then I don't do that. So it's kind of right. not perfect at it yet, but I'll, you know, I'm working at small changes. You know, the idea mm-hmm. is like trying to right. make my afternoons more productive That's outside right. of work so I can generate more revenue and things so I can right. Right. Um, pay bills and, and, you there know, you go. afford luxuries like shoes and food. Hmm. Yeah. That's right. Um, I, but it's, I mean, it's it, what, what makes me sad is like, or what concerns me, I should say better is like I took public transportation uh, the other day because uh, it's a lot easier to take a bus to my chiropractor than it is to like try to drive across town and find parking, sure. right? So anyway, I'm sitting on the bus and I'm, I happen to look around. I'm not kidding you. Everybody on the bus, on head down in the phone. Everybody, including a seven-year-old, you know, next to her mother. She had her own iPhone and they're yeah. both like buried in their device. yeah. You know, checked out of society and just like in their own little world. I don't know, man. I don't know. It it it's, depends uh, for me. It's I've interesting. Done, I've done that sometimes. It depends. For me, it's usually it's one or the other. So I'll be 
if I'm looking at my phone, it's because I don't have headphones in, like listening mm-hmm. to something. If I've right. been listening to something and like, I'm just like, I'll sit there and listen, but I'll be looking around. Like I will not right. because right. I, I don't want to do both. Cause then I, I'll either, especially if I'm riding public transit, cause I have on more than one occasion missed a stop. Right. Because I was not paying attention. Right. So I try to be very careful about that. Right. Uh, for sure. Um, right. For being so connected, we are slowly disconnecting. You know what well, I mean? It's, it's, it's not even that. It's that our connections become uh, to each other, especially become more shallow. Way more shallow. And it's not that they're tenuous. They're still like there's strong connection. It becomes hard to disconnect from people in that way to break off. Right. Like, because it's that idea of like on Facebook, you're unfriending them. Like it's something evil. Right. Like they've not, wronged you. I just literally, we've lost touch. I don't see your stuff pop up in my feed. I don't know what we're doing. Like you're not a part of my life anymore. Right. Yeah. And, and that's not a bad thing. It's just life, you know? And it, right. But Facebook, like it makes you feel bad because you're doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a, uh, there was something about that the other day. I don't know if it was on, I come across it on CNN, I think, but it was an article where they were talking about um, some of that. And it was like, oh yeah, it was, yeah, it was a study that was done uh, by, looks like NYU and Stanford, like a team of mm-hmm. researchers from both places. And they were looking at what happened with people who turned off their accounts for like a month from Facebook, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. just completely detached from Facebook for a month. Mm-hmm. Um but they were talking about like it's for a lot of them it was they were less polarized they were you know they they were a little happier yeah i noticed that stuff like that but at the same time they were also less informed um and yeah, most of them cho- most of them chose to go back onto facebook at, at when the month was over anyway even though they they did use it less but they they That's were right. you know that kind of thing it was just important for them right um I find that it becomes very gossipy. Like I was with a friend of mine the other day and uh, she said, Oh, did you see Facebook? Did you see so-and-so's feed? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. Oh, I usually, well, that's the thing because, because I don't socialize with anybody. Uh, it's less of an issue for me, I guess. Um, but I find that I come across, I see a lot more of that on, on Twitter. And some of that's just that violent overreaction to, you know, everything. Uh, <laughs> So it's like, um, hmm, I don't know. It's but, the same bravado uh, that you would get over the phone, right? Like, cause you're not, you're not like in front of the person. So you're way more confident with being mean. Yeah. Whereas if you're in, like I have found if you're in their presence, it, because you get, because you get the full communication, right? You got the nonverbal and verbal communication going on instead yeah. of just, you know, verbal in writing you know, um, whatever. I, I just, I find that it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's probably hurting our communication. It's probably damaging a lot of relationships. I mean, there's very negative connotations, but at the same time, there's, there's positive things too that come out of it where you are keeping in touch with people that you may not have, you know, or you may not be keeping in touch with, you know, or you're, or you're reconnecting with old friends that you've lost contact with. I've done that too, you know, um, but the whole unfriending thing, it has, it has become like a, you're not my friend anymore. Boop. Yeah. And then it's that easy. It's like, you just click well, and you're done. And that's one of those things. Like what I found was I, um, I specifically, what I was doing was I would go, what I, what I found I do more often is I'll just 
especially if it's somebody where like I, I am seeing some of their posts or things and I just, I will just unfollow them for a while now. Like sure. unfriending becomes such a complicated thing. Right. It's easier to just un, like leave them. Cause like, well, I'm still like, I still consider myself friends with them. We may have lost touch and stuff, but I'm just going to unfollow them for a while. And yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe come back later and see if it's worth, you know, reconnecting or something, you know? Um, yeah. It's, it's always, it's always a challenge to kind of figure out what you want to do um, in terms of that with connectivity and thing, you know, it's like, how do you really want to have just a ton of like really shallow relationships mm-hmm. with, with these random people that you rarely ever see in person mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, those few like really deep friendships that you, that we used to have before, you know, before the internet came along in that way. Or even after that, before social media specifically, I should say, you know, uh, the internet itself was never, that was never as much of an issue. Yeah. Um, but we used to like for, and it, it may just be, you know, I don't know. And, and that, that goes across personality type. I mean, I'm, I'm an introvert more or less. And I, I tend to prefer just having a few really close friends as opposed to a bunch of friends that are like, ah, yeah, you know, where it's really just practically acquaintances. Like you kind of know them, but it's not really yeah. like a really deep friendship. Yeah, right. Um and that's that's more satisfying to me uh for those. But for me, that's mostly family members at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay. Um and I've never I mean I had that I had that issue even before the the web came along. It's nothing new for me. So um sure. but social media, like I find I I was thinking about that the other day because I'm looking at my friends list on Facebook and there are like six hundred some odd friends, and I'm like how many of these people have I actually seen in like the last five years? That's right. In yep. person. That's right. You know, and I can guarantee you, I would not have stayed in touch with any of them without Facebook. So it is right. If for me in that way, it is positive uh, in the sense that I, I would have completely lost touch with these people. Right. Um, and I do, I do like that. I, that I have that, yeah. uh, that I still have that connection in some way, however tenuous it is, but a lot of them even still like it, a lot of it doesn't necessarily pop up on my feed or they they themselves aren't that active on Facebook or yeah. What yeah. happened? I, pr- I, I prune every once in a while. Yeah. I'll just go through and I'll be like, you know, these people I've really lost touch with or we're just not friends anymore in real life. I've, so th- I've I thought about click, it. But click, most click, of, click. as I, as I scroll through, like I am right now, actually like scrolling through my friends list, most of these people I have seen a post from or something within the last couple of months. Yeah. Um, but it's not, but I don't, I just don't actively like communicate with them. There are a few people where I haven't, Yeah. but most of them, like we have a lot of mutual friends in common, or I think there's like one or two people where I've only met them like once or twice. Hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't know why I'm friends with these guys, but all right. You know, I, I usually don't, it doesn't usually for professional things or something, I'll leave some people connected just because, hmm. um, sometimes I'll look at some of these people that have like, like six, you know, 3000 friends. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. They're like, you're not, I don't think you're using Facebook correctly. I, I, no, I look, they're, just, I, they're just collecting friends. The funny thing is I use, uh, when I add friends, people to my friends list on Facebook, I use it the way most people are supposed to use LinkedIn. Right. So, like add people you only know really, really well. Right. Um, because professionally, at least on it, that, you know, well, professionally who can right. write you as a professional and stuff. Right. You don't right, do that right. on LinkedIn either. <laughs> so it's kind of, right. it's kind of funny to me, uh, that I, that I do that sometimes it's, it's very odd. Um, but 
it's, I think it's, uh, I, I find that interesting to be like, well, what do you do? What is your, um, you know, what's your connection? What is it you want to do? What is it you want to get out of these, these platforms? Um, I like, I like Twitter the way it was originally invented and intended to just kind of give you a snapshot of the moment. Sure. Uh, you know, cause you can kind of dip your toe in. like, you don't have to, you can live inside Twitter if you want to, hmm. but that's a lot of, uh, you know, it's hard to keep you. You just, it's impossible to keep up with. Right. So it's nice. I, I usually go on like once or twice a day and just look at it and see, there's always check to see if anybody's posted like met, you know, for mentions or things, you know, things, notifications, hmm. But then I may respond to some people in the moment. Like if I see something that looks interesting or, you know, cause some people will post links to articles I want to read hmm. and like, Oh, this looks interesting, but that's something I can do like a few times a day yeah. just to kind of look at it and be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Facebook, I tend to do more in the evening. You know, it's kind of like, let's see what my friends are doing today. That sort of thing. Kind of scroll. Kind of a they winding it, down. Well, they yeah. make it so hard. Yeah. But they make it so hard as well. Uh, to actually try and and keep track of that stuff because I always like to do like in my newsfeed I always like to have it in chronological order but it never gives it to you that way anymore mm, right and it is so freaking frustrating yeah <laughs> to me yeah. that it does that like it won't give you the option to set it permanently and now Twitter is doing that too yeah where they're doing top tweets instead of latest tweets like no that is not what I want. I want this and only this. You jerks. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't yeah. take that from me. You know, so it's yeah, it's very frustrating where they you know, and they try to make it so it's like, well, now you can, you know, we make it more granular and transparent. Like, no, you don't. So <laughs> I hate when they do that stuff. I'm like, no, you do not, you do not make this more transparent at all. You just don't. Um so it yeah, it's it's that's one of those things where it's always they keep changing it up. They they keep changing the rules and moving the goalposts. Mm-hmm. Then what's the point? Yeah. Um. So you know it uh, makes you and they wonder why people get frustrated with the platform. They're like, oh, you know, I don't understand this. It's yeah, yeah. We stole all your data and sold it for money. I don't understand what happened. Why would you be mad at us? Yeah. Yeah. We just gave your information to other companies so that they can offer their services to you based on your likes and interests and needs. Yeah. No, I mean, it, yeah. I don't know. I didn't get into the whole Instagram thing. I certainly didn't get into Snapchat. Uh, Facebook. I haven't, I honestly haven't been on there in a couple months, which is interesting because all my friends, the first thing they say to me, like when I meet them up, they're like, oh, wait, you're not on Facebook, are you? No, I am. Oh, you haven't posted anything in a long time. Yeah, I know. Okay. You don't like posting, do you? I mean, we get into this little like talk. I'm like, no, I just haven't been on it. What? What What do you want to tell me? (laughs) Why are you checking my Facebook status in my, in real life, in my face? What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. I, yeah, I find I do like that sometimes. Like I'll check Facebook in the morning too when I get up before I leave, just kind of scroll in because because most of my friends are on the West Coast, so they've posted stuff well after I've gone to bed. Yeah, um, that I always like to go look at. Um, I always go I like to go look and see what they see what they posted to yeah. see if it's you know something I want to comment on or yeah uh, what yeah. have you. And it's funny too because some of those like 
posted an hour ago. I'm like, dude, I seriously, I literally just got up. What are you? It's like 5.30 in the morning, but they posted it like, but it, they were up late because most of my right. friends are in LA. They're night owls because right. right. they're actors and stuff. So they're not usually up like at the crack of dawn like I am. So it's, it's always weird to be like, oh, why? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's always, it's a, it's kind of a crapshoot. I even tried um, Mastodon hmm. briefly. It's, it's more of a, like a even more kind of decentralized social network. Yeah. And the idea is it's, it's meant to be a little more free than Twitter or Facebook. Cause it's kind of, you can host your own instance or you can sign up on a different instance or something. But I, right. I just, I just, I don't know. I don't really feel the need to be on it. Like I, I still have the account, but I haven't done anything with it in a while. And I'm not sure right. if I will. Right. It doesn't really like the. It doesn't really suit me. That's a little bit too many. That's yeah. a little too exposed to people. I think it's a little too much for me. So right. um, at least well, in the brain, but. In the theme of disconnecting. Yeah. We should probably disconnect from. That sounds like a really, really good idea. <laughs> Running the timer too—that's creepy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we've wasted like, enough of this listener's time. This is true, um, but we do appreciate them for listening to this entire episode of the Brian Trust. They've wasted another perfect hour of their life listening to our talk. Yeah, <laughs> you our can. Talk. Uh, yeah, uh, you can. You can. Uh, Oh, excuse me. Uh, you can get this episode and all of our episodes on our website at briantrustpodcast.com. Uh, you can subscribe there with your favorite podcatcher or whatever. We can go through um, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Mm. Uh, wherever you do listen to the show, if you have the opportunity, please feel free to rate and review the show because ratings and reviews are how shows like ours get discovered by other people and grow our, in theory, audience. Um, our empire, if you will. Yes, <laughs> our empire of two. two maybe two it will three. become th- it, two. Maybe it will become three people who listen to the podcast. <laughs> Tomorrow, there the I say it. We'll rule the world. <laughs> yes, if we have a ruler long enough. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, you can also, if you want to, contact us directly. Uh, we do have email. It's briantrustpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also visit our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash the Brian Trust. True story. I'm sorry? I said true story. I'm agreeing yeah, with you. It is very true. Uh, we're also available on the Twitters. The show is at the Brian Trust. Uh, individually, I am at Actor Geek. I am at B Selkie. And that is going to do it for episode 116 of wow. the Brian Trust. We are now into February. February! February. Um, thanks so much for listening, and until next time. Night shift. <laughs> <laughs> and and all of a sudden, our show went yellow. <laughs>